Long ago, in a war-torn land, the small town of Chishia was positioned in between many territorial conflicts. As a result, the local people lived to see rivers of blood and violence, just as much as the sun rises and sets each day. An uprising by the infamous Yu Chi rendered many men dead in that county, and local government had issued a warrant and bounty for the arrest of this man. The reward was quite handsome. If anyone could capture this man, dead or alive, he would receive a hundred tails of silver and given the title of a high-ranking official in the land. Yet, even with this reward, many locals were reluctant to pursue the leader as he was quite skilled in the battlefield. A young man named Li Hualong saw the bounty posted everywhere and thought, wow, what an opportunity. His mind started to wander. General Lee, no, Magistrate Lee. Hmm, I like the sound of that, he said, rubbing his chin. Lee went home and told his family about what he saw today. His parents laughed and said that he was too lazy and arrogant to arrest a warlord. His mother threw him a basket and told him to get back to work in the fields gathering the crops. His parents and siblings continued to laugh as Lee stormed out of their one-room home. When Lee arrived in the fields, he threw down his basket and kicked it with his bare foot. His dog, Tao, scampered away from him to avoid being hit with the basket. Frustrated, Lee said to himself, I'll show them. I'll collect the head of that Yu Chi. Soon they'll all bow to me. Tao let out a loud bark as if he was in agreement. Lee smiled and petted his faithful friend, then laid down under a tree to take a nap. Lee's rest was interrupted when he heard a few townsmen shouting amongst themselves and running in his direction. He pretended to remain asleep and overheard that another battle just took place, decimating hundreds of men nearby. Lee thought, this is my chance, as he conspired to collect the head of the leader while he laid slain in the battlefield. Fearing that he'd be spotted, he decided to venture into the war grounds under the guise of nightfall. As the moon shined bright in the night, Lee snuck out of his home while his family was asleep. He brought a lantern and a small sack with him and crept out of the village as to not be spotted by anyone. The stillness and silence of night gave him a shudder as he made his way to the battlefield. His heart rate sped up as he got closer and closer to the sounds of crows devouring a seemingly endless meal. When he arrived, his knees buckled and his stomach turned as he smelled the stench of hundreds of corpses. He fell to his knees and vomited, only to see a pair of eyes looking straight up at him. He gasped and jumped back to see dozens of wide-eyed stares from dozens of dead soldiers. Lee shook his head and tried to gather as much courage as he could to carry out his mission. It's all in my head, he thought, as he trembled through the heap of bodies. The crow's wings flapped as he walked through the field. Suddenly, he tripped over something in the road and fell to the ground, dropping his lantern. As he reached to pick it up, he saw that it was a severed leg. He then heard a faint voice say, Watch. 
His body shivered as he looked around. Trembling, he watched as the dead bodies started to rise one by one until they all stood around him like a forest as black as night. One corpse with his entrails hanging out of his gut and pale white skin hobbled to the forefront and said, Why have you come? Frozen in fear, Lee stuttered but couldn't get the words out to answer. He then heard a loud shout from all the corpses. Why have you come? They all hobbled a step closer. Shivering uncontrollably, he mustered all of his might to say that he had come to claim the head of their leader. (laughs) The dead soldiers laughed mockingly at Lee's answer and then suddenly opened a path to the center of the battlefield. As he inched forward, he saw a dead man face down on the ground. As he got closer, he noticed the man wielded a sword in his grip, which had an engraving of a royal seal. This must be him, he thought, as he approached the body. The corpses continued to stand in silence as Lee got closer and closer. He reached out and took the sword, but suddenly the dead leader grabbed his wrist with his other hand. Lee shrieked in fear, but could not escape the ice-cold grip around his wrist. The leader cracked his neck until his head was facing Lee. He moaned. Is it I you seek? Who am I to you? Lee, frightened to the point, his heart was pounding out of his chest, screamed, I come for the head of Yu Chi. The corpse moaned, I am not he, but take my head if it's wealth you seek. But beware, a lie has no legs and cannot stand, but it has wings and can fly far. And mind. With that, the fallen leader took Lee's hand with the sword and slowly cut through his own neck. As the blood splattered and blurred Lee's vision, he shouted hysterically. Finally, the corpse let go of his wrist. He quickly bagged the head and made his way back the opposite direction. The corpses still standing started whispering among each other. Already soiling his clothes, Lee quickly kept walking when he heard a peculiar question. What if the wild dogs come along? What will we do then? Suddenly, all the dead soldiers fell to the ground again, and all was silent. Breaking the silence was the sound of footsteps of a giant being. Afraid of being spotted, Lee dropped to the floor among the corpses and laid motionless. He looked over and couldn't believe his eyes. Heading his way was a massive man with a head of a rabid dog. The hideous creature bit open the heads of the corpses that he found, one by one, and sucked out the brains, gulping them down deliciously. Lee was so frightened that he hid his head under one of the bodies. The monster came closer and pushed at one of the corpses in an attempt to get to Lee's head. Lee held his position with all of his might, but it was no use. The creature was too strong and lifted the corpse completely off of the young man. Frightened to the extreme, he felt a small bull-sized rock that lay beneath his waist, and he grabbed it tightly in his hand. 
when the monster bent down to bite him. He leapt up with a loud cry and swung the rock, smashing it against the creature's snout. Howling in pain, the monster ran away with his hand on the wound, spitting blood all the way off the battlefield. As Lee got up, he saw four jagged teeth that the monster left behind. He picked them up and marveled at their size and ferocity. Being careless, he cut his finger on the razor-sharp fangs. Blood trickled down his hand as he chucked the teeth into his bag and ran as fast as he could back to the village. The next morning, Lee took the head to the governor of his county. He told him that this was the head and sword of Yu Chi and that he slayed the warlord during battle. Observing the engraving of the royal seal in the sword, the governor was overjoyed and quickly assumed that what Lee said must be the truth. Immediately he was celebrated and became the magistrate of his town, receiving a hundred tales of silver. Alas, his dream had come true. Lee proudly walked through the town with a beaded necklace he received from the governor. He had the necklace decorated with the creature's teeth he took that mysterious night, the night that grayed most of the hairs on his head. He finally earned respect and pride from his family, who also moved into the palace and assisted him in any way possible. That night, Lee had trouble sleeping and tossed and turned in his bed. He kept seeing the creature over and over again. He sat up in his bed and wiped the sweat from his brow. He couldn't help but notice two beady eyes staring straight at him in the darkness of his room. As the image slowly moved forward, he saw that it was his dog, Tao. Relieved, he called out to it as it ran close to his bed. As the dog neared Lee, it sat down near the foot of his bed. But something was wrong. The eyes were wide open and a white foam dripped from its mouth as if it were rabid. Lee's stomach turned as his dog started to resemble the wild dog of the battlefield. To his surprise, the dog spoke and said, My, my, fortune smiles on the deceitful now, doesn't it? Look at this room, this palace. If only they knew the truth. The dog hissed in laughter. The creature came closer, sniffed him and said, What a wonderful necklace you have there. You know, I believe there's something out there that killed. As the dog spoke, Lee noticed four teeth missing from its mouth. He quivered in fear and demanded he would return the teeth at once if the creature would just leave. The dog laughed and responded, You have three days to confess the truth. If not... <laughs> the dog laughed maniacally and ran off into the shadows. Lee, shaken up by what he saw, sat motionless on his bed trying to figure out what to do. Moments after, his pride of status returned to him 
and he thought he could quell any invader in three days' time. The next day, he summoned more soldiers and secured the palace from all points of entry. He even had two guards at his door at all times of the day. Feeling safe behind the palace walls surrounded by soldiers, Lee decided he was not going to give up everything and come clean, as the creature advised. On the second day, although he was secure inside, Lee had trouble eating. Nothing he ate would stay in his stomach, no matter what he did. He couldn't find anything to satisfy his hunger or quench his thirst. He vomited day and night. Miserable, he stayed indoors nursing the cut on his hand that wouldn't heal. Finally, the third day arrived and Lee took a stroll around town to find something satisfying to eat. But everything made his stomach turn with disgust. He noticed that every dog in town stopped and stared at him very suspiciously. More and more gathered around him and just stared at him without making a sound. Sending a chill down his spine, he quickly ran back to the palace. Back in his room, the evening had come and Lee was weak from hunger. Unable to relax, he called out for his mother to help him clean the wound on his hand that had swollen up over the past couple of days. His mother came in and began dressing the cut when suddenly Lee felt an uncontrollable urge in his stomach that startled him. He began salivating profusely as he grabbed his mother and then bit through her scalp. She screamed in pain as Lee chewed down to her brains and slurped them out. The guards ran in and froze in fright seeing Magistrate Lee's mouth and hands covered in blood, while his mother lay dead on the floor with enormous bite wounds on her scalp. Lee couldn't understand why he did what he did, and in panic, he bolted out of the palace as fast as he could. As he ran, all the dogs in town howled and laughed amongst themselves. Full of desire, guilt, and disgust from all that he's done, Lee covered his face as he ran far into the forest. Running out of breath, he fell into a swamp and looked at his bloody face in the water's reflection, only to see a vicious dog staring back at him. It was then he discovered that he'd become the nightmarish creature he feared. He howled and cried furiously alone in the night, with no friend, family, or love to console his cursed heart. And that's how he remained in his pit of shame and ungodly form. The town authorities put up bounties and warrants for his capture, but he was never seen again. On occasion, during the daylight hours, Lee resembled a stray dog and would visit his remaining family every day, yet could never apologize, repent, or ease the guilt for his sins while in human form. There's an old belief in China that if someone is ungrateful, wicked, and deceitful in life, that they will be punished in the afterlife by returning as an undesirable creature, animal, or thing, which reflects the quality of the life lived by all individuals. While there are many interpretations on what really happens after this life, one universal truth is that we make our own heaven or hell. Which way are you headed? Thanks for listening.
so you've made it to the end. Thanks for tuning in to Dark Studio. Be sure to comment and share the experience. And stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs>